Thanks for listening to this Word in Your Ear podcast. If you'd like to get early access to all our productions ad-free, priority booking for our live events, and to take part in our weekly quiz, go to patreon.com slash wordinyourear for more details. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to a podcast from The Word. I've got a little quiz for you. Based on an email from one of our one of our listeners, Paul Price, inspired by this email, he was pointing out that Charlie Harper of the UK subs had just had his seventy eighth birthday, which does <laughs> seem absolutely incredible, doesn't it? Charlie Harper, a punk rocker, late seventies of the UK subs, now seventy eight, and uh, so I, I, I just think it's it's for some reason it always seems strange that people who'd had their first hits in the sixties could be the same age as people who much later on in life, obviously, had had their first hits in the 80s. So I've got uh, written down five people here, and you've got to tell me who of these five is the oldest. It's oh, as right. simple as that, okay? So in groups, there are groups, okay, fine. There, okay, are five, fine. there are five individuals, and you've got to tell okay. me who the oldest is. It's, okay, number one, Andy Summers of the police. Yeah. Right. Debbie Harry. Yeah. Helen Shapiro. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Tony Basil. Oh. It's not oh. easy, is it? It's really Tony not Basil. easy. And the last one is Ralph Hutter of Kraftwerk. <laughs> well, so it's Andy Summers, Debbie Harry, Helen Shapiro, Tony Basil, Ralph Hutter. Who's the oldest? I'm going to take a wild stab because I really don't know. And I'm going to take a wild stab at Debbie Harry. Oh well, okay. No, she's nearer the bottom end. Oh really? Okay. I'll give you. I'll give you the 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 uh, ascending order of ages because there's one year between all of them. Right. Okay. Um, not one year between them. They are between seventy five and seventy nine. Ralph Hutter is the youngest. He's seventy five. Debbie right. Harry seventy six. Right. Helen Shapiro is seventy seven. Isn't that amazing? Because her well, first hit was when she was, I don't know, what, 14? That was the big story. Please don't treat me like a child. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was born in 1946. So there yeah. you are. Incredible. Went to school with uh, Mark Bowen. Yeah. Tony Basil is 78. Uh, oh. So how old would she have been when she had, when... Uh, Mickey. Mickey was in about 83, wasn't it? Interesting. interesting. Andy Summers is the oldest. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, well, I was going. You know, I, I was going to say there are certain of the of that um, of that group that I know that they were started very young, and obviously Helen Shapiro's one, and Andy Summers was very young. Well, he? he was in Zoot Money, wasn't he? Zoot the Money's animals, big roll band, big so Dan 
Dantalian's chariot. Dantalian's chariot. Yeah. Um, oh, that's no, that's a good that's a good game. It's and, not uh, bad. Okay, a couple yeah. of others, just randomly. Ian, I'm just I'm just throwing them in. Ian Hunter is now 83. So that's interesting. Ian Hunter older than, was older than any member of the Beatles. <laughs> so Ian Hunter, Ian Hunter, uh, rock stars born pre Second World War, presumably. Yeah, he was, well, he was born in yeah June 1939. So okay, pretty there much you go. Yeah, couple, two Amazing. months before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lulu is only 73. That's astonishing. Can Kate, we, so can Kate we just Pearson. For it? Okay, here's this one. Who's the eldest? Out of Kate Pearson of the B52s and Lulu. And the answer is Kate Pearson. Yeah. Pearson's older than Lulu. She's 74. Well, yeah, Lulu, again, started very young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she was 15, yeah. 16. And uh, as I uh, was back in, the, um, back in the spotlight last week at the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, wasn't she? Yeah. Uh, um, with, uh, with Jenny Agatha. Compare and contrast. I will go no further. Um, <laughs> How old's Pet Clark, Petula Clark? I, do you know, I've been thinking about this the other day. Petula Clark. She's about to be a significant age. She's going. With a zero. Well, certainly, she's certainly 80. Yeah, she's, she's about to be 90. Get me 90. Well, yeah. shall I tell you this? It's really funny. I was thinking about Petula Clark because I, she actually popped up the other day. I've been reading this Bob Hope biography. And um, and she, she, I think she made a record with Bob Hope really long time ago. And I was not uh, about a year ago or two years ago. I was in, I was in uh, uh, Wogan House, as they call it, around the corner from Rockhampton House, uh, waiting to, to to do a kind of down the line interview with local radio, or whatever. And you sit there, you sit there in the waiting room. There's always people going in and out, you know, to do do little bits and pieces. And um and then you know, one of those people who came through accompanied by a young PR who clearly didn't really know who she was was Petula Clark. And Fantastic. I was I was really excited. It is his bloody Petula yeah, yeah, Clark for yeah. crying out loud. You know, Petula Clark not only not only of downtown fame, but of you know, she was a starlet in the late thirties and the forties. You know, in in motion pictures, you know, she played. She was a member of the Huggett family and all that kind yeah. of stuff. And she's still going. Still going. I know. So, so she was about 30, 31, 32 when she had those 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 big hits. Yeah. Which, which of course, at the time, seemed fantastically old. But I mean, I wasn't aware. You, we weren't aware of it at all. She didn't look it, you know. Well, she was clearly of a slightly earlier generation, but she kind of got away with it. She never looked as if she was desperately trying to be with the kids. Um, no, she is fantastic. And God, God bless her. What, she's about to have her birthday. She? She's going, well, not not till November, but she's going uh, to be 90. Good work. Good work. Really, really good. Very good work. Very good work. The Word Podcast. Prime cuts of popular culture served fresh each week. So, so why are we talking about Pete Doherty again? Why? Can somebody explain to me? Why oh. are we talking about Pete Doherty again? He's, uh, he's just uh, released his auto, or releasing his autobiography, um, which, which has been written with Simon Spence, actually, who did the Marriott book. Right. 
Okay. And there was a big piece about him, wasn't there, yesterday in The Guardian by, I think, Hadley Freeman? Really good yeah, profile. It's fantastic. Which I thought was a very funny, very funny moment in it, where The Guardian being The Guardian, but quite right is saying, it seems a bit unfair, really, that uh, this is her, this is her in the piece. Thing. It seems a bit unfair. This guy was so sylph-like and fabulous looking and um, whip-thin, you know. Um, it was put on a couple of pounds, you know, that it, it, every single headline is all about how, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's given up, uh, he's given up cocaine for cheese, you know. And I looked, went back to the top and looked at the Guardian's headline. It was <laughs> Pete Doherty swaps crack for camembert. His <laughs> life in front. I thought that's so funny. So the subs have just thought, well, sod that. We'll just go for it anyway, because it's a really funny line. Oh, dear. But I know. No, but no, my, my, I, David and I don't know that much about the, uh, about, about the, uh, about the Pete Doherty oeuvre. But it strikes me, Alex, that yeah. a lot of what, and certainly the case in this piece, that Hadley Freeman was talking about how fabulous he looked and he did he looked amazing when i was at uh, select magazine you know in the 1990s you know he was he was just the major kind of pinup wasn't he just a fabulously beautiful guy he was i mean he had these big doe eyes and this sort of lovely lovely soft voice you know he's almost like his little kind of pixie this yeah this crack pixie crack pixie. <laughs> and then he had this foil with carl who had the most beautiful hair in rock and you know they, they were amazing yeah it was a you know it's uh, it's really not about the music. Music's really not about music at all, is it? It's about everything else that surrounds it. It's, it's absolutely. absolutely. And then, listen, we're talking about a similar a similar case this week with Mark Petrus, who's written a book about glam. Yeah. And we couldn't uh, we couldn't not deal with Mark's specialist subject, which is of course Mark Boland. And Mark Boland had a moment. A glorious moment where he was the most beautiful rock star there had ever been. But it didn't last that moment at all because he'd started drinking too much. And he, he just, his look expanded massively. And he suddenly, he started looking like somebody who was, who was being viewed in the back of a spoon. And so, he did. And he did. He did. And like then couldn't take seriously anything he did anymore no, well he, he he was no longer mark boland I, I think there are certain there are other groups um there are examples of that i think the Lemonheads, japan and maybe to some extent bon jovi but certainly the first two are never written about without the majority of that focus being on how beautiful um the lead singers of those would you categorize were, yeah. aha in that as well morton harkett arguably yeah, probably yeah yes. although they're records yeah. but they're fantastic records that, 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 that kind of survive without any understanding what they look like but uh, which i don't know if that's true in japan you had to see what japan looked like and see what david saw i've got a like. confession to make to you actually because i used to i i was always foremost in um in dishing out the bad reviews to japan and david sylvian I quite like them now. Small doses. <laughs> they, they've kind of come towards me via a different kind of um, channel, really, you know. So I, I now hear them as kind of new age and, you know. Are you talking about the original Japan records? Well, you know. The, I'm just the, trying the to get later just Japan struggling with the image of you rushing up the stairs to the attic of an evening. With a, with a glass of rain. I, I don't <laughs> rush. I don't rush anywhere. And, uh, but anyway, uh, but 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 uh, the 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 you know the Pete Doherty and Mark Bellen conversation brings me back to my favourite, my most treasured theory about rock and roll, which is it, it do a pie chart with every successful group. Now divide it into two qualities okay 
Talent and charisma, okay? How much is talent? How much is charisma? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know, it, it's the yeah. Beatles. It's probably 50% talent, 50% charisma. If it's the Bee Gees, it's 95% talent and 5% charisma. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. If it's the Rolling Stones, it's probably 30% talent, 70% charisma. And I think you, you can apply that lens to absolutely anybody in popular music. I, I, you know, I rest my case. You're listening to The Word Podcast, where the time is whenever you want it to be. Yeah, this is a strange coincidence. I've been uh, digging around in the attic looking for old Rolling Stones records, and I found this one. Oh, uh, uh, the American version of the first yeah, one. Yeah, England's newest hit makers. That great phrase. And it was so... I was trying to find some news about the Liverpool gig, and I came across the, 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 the site musicnews.com. Genuinely frightful. And I love the way that, that you know, that bands are now described... Uh, via their biggest streaming hit. So do you remember how the old Word Massive, Word magazine, always used to talk, the, talk about the Beatles as being um, uh, the H.J. Hitmakers, the H.J.H., weren't they? Which was the, which was hey Jude the, the Hit Hey Jude Hitmakers. You know? And the musicnews.com report about the Rolling Stones thing is about how they uh, cover the first uh, first Beatles, uh, cover the Beatles at the first Liverpool concert in more than 50 years. It says, the Rolling Stones paid tribute to the Beatles by performing I Want to Be Your Man for the first time since 2012 at the Liverpool concert on Thursday night. So Mick Jagger and Co were performing in 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 the Here Comes the Sun Hitmakers Home City. <laughs> My God, that's convoluted, time. isn't it? Wow, know, let's do that yeah. again. The yeah. Here Comes the Sun Hitmakers Home City. You do it from the top. Sir Mick Jagger and the Mick Jagger and Co were, were performing, performing in the Here in Comes the, the, the Here Sun Hitmakers Hitmaker's Home City. Home City. For the first time in more than 50 years at Anfield Stadium, having last played the legendary Empire in 1971. 
And the painted black hit makers had a special treat in store for fans. My gosh. I mean, do bands like this even really need an introduction? I I mean, no disrespect to to the Beatles at all, uh, but isn't referring to them as the the something hit makers a bit like referring to Take That by the song that Mark Owen sang? But it's it's kind of tabloid style, isn't it? Really? It's tabloid it's style. Because it's just, you, you've always got to introduce a new piece of information in every in every sentence. But also, you've got to put a tag in for people in the very very unlikely event that they don't know who the the, the Beatles are. You know, and here comes the sun is their biggest streaming hit. But it's the yes. idea that they are the here comes the sun hit makers <laughs> is absolutely preposterous. So Neil McCormick, who, who's appeared on, you know, a friend of the pod and has appeared on Word in Your, in your Attic and, and so forth, he uh, wrote right for the Telegraph and he was up there seeing them and he tweeted that the cabbie who'd taken him to Anfield oh, I saw that, yeah. did not know who the Rolling Stones were. No. Yeah, I thought at first well, of all, maybe they were f- f- foreign or whatever. Did, I don't they, think they, so. They, no, they're not. No, this guy, he said he was, in his, he was born in the 90s. Yes. But then if he's born in the 90s, then he has to be 23 years old at the youngest. So somebody who's, let's say, 25, it shows you, I think, how much, you know, being able to select your own information sources contributes to people's lack of knowledge. Because, you know, clearly you can't read the newspapers or look at any news sites because in the last 25 years, you would have found out who the Rolling Stones were. And, uh, and and if you're selecting everything for yourself, you know, if you're not listening to radio or you're not watching Top of the Pops where you were exposed to a whole lot of things you weren't expecting to hear or see, then the chances are you can remain completely blinkered. So, I mean, did you, do, I do, do, be possible do you not know find also that there's loads of things happening in entertainment that you're kind of aware of, but you, you deliberately don't want to know any more about yeah i do this absolutely all the time i know alex talks about the world of marvel films and all this that's a classic case i know there's a mad febrile world of marvel films over there i'm aware of it i'm aware mm. it's going on it's out of my eye line i'm sorry i don't wish it to be in my eye line i can't devote the time to it therefore it's just it's noises off in my world and it could be that the Rolling Stones are similarly noises off in the world of a kind of 30-year-old cab driver in Liverpool. No, I understand that. Honest. I can understand somebody wanting to block out information about the Rolling Stones. What I can't understand is that he must acknowledge that the Rolling Stones exist. You know, to have not heard of the Rolling Stones is not the same as I don't know anything about them. So was, oh, so while we're talking about Liverpool, actually, I'm going to I'm going to move this on just a, a little bit. Uh, talk about a very, very famous figure, uh, formerly associated with Liverpool Liverpool Football Club, Michael Owen. Yeah. Okay? And Michael Owen um, endured, you know, massive mockery in the in the digital public square about a year ago when he said he'd only seen about three films in his life. He wasn't interested in films. And everybody said, how could you possibly be like that? And I thought to myself, well, fair enough. If he doesn't want to be interested no, in I films. I couldn't agree more. doesn't what? have to be interested in films. There's no, we're not passing no, a he, test here. He has presumably spent, invested his time in other things that were far more um, interesting and, uh, and educational or whatever. But, but he'd be aware of them. He'd be aware those films exist. He just he hasn't seen them. 
Yeah, but I thought a load of the film, a load of people sneering at Michael Owen for not having seen The Godfather. They've probably never been to a Premier League football match. Yeah. Have you ever been to a Premier League football match? The the last football match I went to was in the nineties. Right. There. And uh, yeah, I know. Next, I, I left football. Uh, my my football knowledge. I'm still in the world of David David Seaman and Alan Shearer, and you know, I, I know I know absolutely zero about football, but I know that a few people like it. So you know, and it's and it's a and it's a world yes. that's it's quite popular. It's quite popular. But there was this there was this incident a few years ago, wasn't there? When when Kanye collaborated with Paul McCartney. And um, there are all these tweets from Kanye fans going, oh, who is this Paul McCartney guy? He's going to have yeah, a really yeah, great yeah. career. From people who yeah. genuinely didn't know who he was. No, I, I bet. And we tend to think the world's binary, don't we? In, 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 in the sense that these people exist and then there was a time when they did not exist. But actually, of course, it's it's much more nuanced and, you know, just uh, we, we all live in echo, echo chambers to a degree, don't we? And But it's still very, very, still kind of inexplicable to, to think that people don't know who the Rolling Stones or the Beatles are. It's like it's almost like somebody saying they don't realise the sun exists, in, in a sense. Except that, I think your cab driver would have known who the Beatles were. I think he was saying it for a fact. Oh, no, if possibly. he's in Liverpool, you hope so. Okay, possibly. If he's in Liverpool, then know it, because he's a cab driver in Liverpool. Uh, and the other thing is, strenuous efforts have been made in the last 20, 30 years to introduce the Beatles to a young generation. Yeah. And are consistently going on. The same thing does not apply to the Rolling Stones really at all. You know, you've got to you've got to re, you've got to pump air into these concepts at regular intervals to make them mean anything to to the new generation of consumers. You know, it's not just heritage that that keeps those things in the air. That's interesting. Sorry, I, just... to, I mean, are the people in there, are, are, the, are the people without their parents, <laughs> late teens or whatever, going to see the Rolling Stones? I wonder. Probably not. What's the no, average age of somebody at a Rolling Stones concert? I mean, I think Liam Gallagher's quite a good case of that because uh, it seems that there are as many teenagers and people in their 20s going to see him as a solo artist as there are people who were in Britpop the first time around. And. Um, you know he's he's uh, done very very clever things. You know probably not his ideas. Granted, um, like his his latest album cover is he's surrounded by by young fans, for example, to place him in that particular market. Oh, it's really? supposed to make it more palatable to, okay. to a particular generation. But you're right. You know it's um it's repackaging the product to to serve a. Just remind us of the name of the title of his new album, Magic, because I, I, I get the feeling that it's, it's a... possibly the worst title for any record. The least oh, there's fighting talk. And least colourful. Go on. What is it called? Come on, you know. It's called Come On, You Know. <laughs> Which Dave. is what he signs off all his tweets with. I know. Come On, You Know. That's the name of the record. I but in a way, it's, but it's perfect. Of... It's it's just, it's it's Liam in a box, isn't it? That's all you want from Liam. It is. is it's, to, it's, a of, it's a catchphrase, isn't it? It's his catchphrase. You know, the difference just... between Liam and Noel these days is Liam has become double concentrated Liam, whereas Noel has become diluted Noel. And the more Liam becomes concentrated with Liam juice, the more we seem to love him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful that's theory. Good. That's a very good theory, Alex. That's very good. I like that's that. That's excellent yeah. theory. There, so you know, this is the word podcast where you're always you can always get the kind of chemical definition of pop success. <laughs> this podcast was brought to you by the word. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 